and welcome to another episode of Street Focus, an ongoing exploration of urban photography. I'm your host, Valérie Jardin. Today is another Street of the World segment, and I'm taking you to Dubai. And your guide for this adventure is fellow official Fuji X photographer Bjorn Morman. Hello, Bjorn. How are you? Hello, Valerie. Very good. Thank you. So, well, tell me, uh, before we hit the streets of Dubai with you, which is uh, really new, never been there. I don't know actually a whole lot about it, except for those really tall, beautiful buildings. Uh, buildings yeah. <laughs> tell us a little bit about you and your photography. Well, I'm, uh, I'm known as the flying photographer. Um, I'm actually an uh, airline pilot by profession. Been in Dubai for, what is it now, 14 years or so, where I'm actually working, working uh, as an airline captain. So I obviously get to travel a lot. And it was actually when um, the travel started to be a bit more interesting that I picked up my first camera. It must be, it's about 10, 11 years ago, I picked up my first DSLR and uh, started shooting a lot of the travel photography, a little bit of architectural stuff. As you say, all the great new buildings here in mm -hmm. Dubai uh, were quite worth uh, photographing. A um, little bit of, of uh, paid jobs as well in the architectural um, part of, of the photography. And then eventually, what is it, uh, November 2012, which is three and a bit years ago, I picked up uh, my first Fujifilm camera. And that's what's really started my, my boost or my street photography kind of, uh, my rediscovery, let's call it that way, of, of street uh, and documentary photography. Great. So, uh, so what do you shoot with right now, primarily? I presently, I just had to give back the old, uh, or not the old, the prototype of the X-Pro <laughs> 2 yeah. to Fujifilm as well as the X70. So I'm back to my old X-T1 and X-T10s, basically. Okay. I've never really sh shot the X100 series like you have. Okay. Uh, however, I'm still, I'm still hesitating from... Sometimes I actually think it, it is probably the way to go for, for street photography. Yeah, I, I, I love mine. But the X70 is pretty awesome. Did you, did you enjoy it? I mean, the size oh, yeah, is but, just amazing. Yeah, very much. I just took it to San Francisco the other day just for 48 hours and it just had a blast. It was, it was like uh, a little, little boy in a toy shop. Yeah. It was great. That, yeah. And really, that's the whole point. You know, if uh, it, the gear doesn't really matter because, I mean, there is no bad camera, but if it gets you more excited about being out, that's what matters. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's definitely, I'm not, not really into brands and I, I used to uh, shoot Nikon. It could have been Canon or yeah. kind of, it doesn't really matter for me. It's just, it's just, I just use whatever I uh, find out at the moment works best for me. That's right. And as obviously as, as, as a pilot traveling, we kind of, we need to kind of keep it quite compact. Uh, you, can't, you can't really show up with a, a big DSLR with a 7200 and then kind yeah. of, uh, so <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's for the sure. Only way to go. That's yeah. that's true. So Dubai, tell us a little bit about about Dubai itself and um, how big and it's it's a very first of all it's a very interesting place from a cultural perspective. It's yeah. it's um, to give you an idea. The company I'm working for as uh, as an airline captain. We prep, I think we have something like 150 different nationalities, and if wow. if I go. 
so traveling somewhere on a flight, it's not exceptional to have 25 different nationalities amongst my crew members, wow. which obviously is, is, makes it very, very interesting and at times a little bit challenging. But, uh, and that's what Dubai is really about. It's a mix of, of all kinds of religions, all kinds of people, uh, from obviously the lower paid uh, people like construction workers to people that make very good money and yeah. not necessarily including myself here, but um, so it's it's a very diverse uh, society. I, I imagine um, that some of the richest people in the world live there. Am I right? Yeah, you're probably right to mm -hmm. say so. Yeah, yeah. I would, uh, uh, yeah. We regularly bump into people, tennis and Formula One uh, guys, and kind of yeah. It's not uh, yeah. That's that's probably correct to say. Yeah. Uh, the the city as a whole is um, it has about a population. Last time I checked, I think two and a half million. So it's okay. not huge. Mm -hmm. It's mainly obviously for the ones that don't know where Dubai is. It is in the. Um, Persian uh, Gulf or the Arabic Gulf, as we uh, like to call it here, because obviously Persia is on the other side. It's Persia is basically Iran is on the other side of the Gulf. So we like to call it the uh, um, Arabian Gulf. And the city of Dubai is was mainly formed along a creek, which is a little canal-ish, uh, where the, the city years and years ago started as a very as a small village, basically. And then it's obviously got its boost in the 80s, probably mid 80s, and uh, really started uh, expanding a lot uh, towards the uh, 90s, and then obviously uh, the new the new century as well. Um, it's about the length of the city along because it's mainly still all built up along that coastline. Uh, it's it's. A thin, long city, let's call it that way. It's about 60, 50 to 60 kilometers long, which, what is that, uh, 20, 25 miles long, if you go from one side to the other. Uh, but it's only about five, a good five to 10 miles deep, really. I mean, mm -hmm. there is some, obviously, as, as the city is expanding, it's more and more expanding now inland. But the main attractions are still very close to the water, the waterfront. Okay. I, I just can't even imagine there still being some old architecture in there is there there is yeah there is definitely okay. uh still so that's probably what we'll talk about during our photo walk of dubai but so yeah. you can still capture some 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 of the original architecture from when the this little town started Exactly, and that's, really? that's obviously that's probably the uh, the best and, and what you really want to see first yes. if you come to Dubai. That's for sure. To I get... still bump into people that have been here two weeks and never been to the old city, which is really a shame. But yeah, uh, I can't. Yeah, I can imagine is. because you're just you only see you know those giant building, this tallest building in the world now, and and that amazing hotel by the, yeah, the exactly. water and that's those are all the pictures that we're fed of dubai all the time on the media so um yeah so let's uh, let's get started actually because uh yeah i want to know more about what that old city actually and and uh how to how to not miss it if you're traveling to dubai and i imagine most people would travel there do people go there for vacation mostly or is it mostly a business destination yeah, it is, it's a mix of business and vacation, but I, uh, tourism is, over the last five to ten years has really picked up quite a lot. So there's okay. more and more people coming uh, purely uh, beach holidays kind of thing. Okay, so uh, with, do you need a special visa to get there? 
Um, for most people, it's a very simple process. You just uh, get visa on arrival at, uh, at the airport. Um, that, that allows you to stay 30 days. I, I believe it's still free of, of charge. If it's mm -hmm. not, it's definitely very cheap. Um, and that includes uh, most Western countries, even countries as far as Japan, Australia, uh, the States, obviously, and then the whole of Europe. Mm -hmm. um, other countries, they, you, can, you can arrange your visa through your local embassy, and that's normally quite straightforward as well, but it just takes a little bit more time. But it is a relatively easy process to oh. uh, come into Dubai, for sure. Okay, so you you arrive at the international airport. I just picture it being just this amazing, ultra modern place. Am I right? Yeah, it is a very big uh, airport. It actually, I believe, it's now the number one uh, busiest airport if you only count international passengers. They're up to about seventy million. So really. They post your lovely city, Paris, as well. And, yeah. uh, so it is. It is a very. It's a very very busy airport, which is surprisingly still very close to the city center. It's only about five, ten, even not five to seven kilometers away from the old city center, which is quite in today's world quite surprising. Yes. Um, so there must be a pretty noisy uh, <laughs> city center, uh, is, yeah. that part yeah. of town, if you're that close to such a busy airport. So it's easy to get to. Um, to get to anywhere in Dubai from the airport, no problem. It is, yeah, and that's they're just building a new airport. And if you could theoretically land at the other airport, which is a bit, it's further away. It's about forty kilometers away. Um, but there's only for the moment there's only a few airlines flying in. So the chances that you fly in what we call Dubai International Airport are probably the highest. Okay. It is uh, indeed quite easy to. Um, to get from the airport to, to your destination. Just like most cities, there's a variety of options. Um, there's um, a metro a subway uh, system, which has is quite new. It's only been running for, I guess, maybe five to seven years, maybe a bit more, but not that much more. And that will bring you to the main, uh, main parts of town. Uh, taxis are still uh, relatively cheap, definitely much cheaper still than, uh, than Europe, probably a bit, a bit cheaper than uh, the States as well. Uh, even Uber is here, even though it's, okay. it's a bit more expensive than a normal taxi. So I wouldn't really... Um, oh, really? Normal, yeah, normal taxis are actually are just fine. And they all, all have their meters. Occasionally at the airport, you bump into somebody who's proposing to, to drive or basically trying to get you in his taxi. And that, that might not be an official one, but uh, I, it's, it's a very safe place. That's for sure. What's the currency? Um, what's the currency? Uh, good question. The currency is actually called the UAE, mm -hmm. obviously United Arab Emirates, dir dirham. And the dirham is, is pegged to the uh, US dollar, so it's a fixed rate oh. um, for, for the currency. One dollar is about just under four dirhams. So okay. it's, it's, uh, you don't need to, to change any, any dirhams beforehand. You can do that in, in uh, this, this exchange, uh, what do you call it, uh, shops everywhere, really, where you could, you could even withdraw money just from an ATM machine yeah. with most, uh, most and, and I'm sure plastic is more than welcome anywhere, right? <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, it is. It is a very while it's still in, in especially the old time. Um, 
it, it's a very modern and Western city. Yeah. Don't, don't expect to kind of, I mean, most people are, are shocked in a positive way when it comes to Dubai, uh, thinking that everybody needs to, to wear a headscarf and things like that, which obviously is, is not the case. It's very, very open towards all, all religions and all kinds of people. Good. That's for sure. Great. So, so where do we go? Well, first of all, where, where do we stay? Uh, maybe we can afford that seven-star hotel. Tell me a little bit you about could. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's been photographed and it's amazing. And if you can, please, please invite me. I'll actually come <laughs> and have a coffee with you. Right? <laughs> so what are we looking at in that hotel? How much is actually one room in a seven-star hotel? Uh, it's probably over $1,000, I would say, a night. Yeah, uh, that's uh, probably on a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> on a good deal, yeah, it's probably on, yeah, indeed. Um, but there is many other options. I know you're personally a big uh, Airbnb yes. fan. Um, I actually had to check because I've never really tried, obviously, living in a city, you don't really try the Airbnb. Sure. And most people that come over, friends and family, they obviously stay in, in our place. But Airbnb is available um, in, uh, in Dubai. There's... Um, Quite a big selection of them. However, reading through the comments, it looks like it's maybe not 100% legal. Uh, but then again, apparently, so it is in, in New York, for example. And in where, Paris and many and other places. Paris. Yes, yeah, exactly. So it's kind of, it, it's definitely happening. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't stay away from it necessarily, kind of. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've just made reservations actually for Vancouver. And uh it, the the building where I rented um, is supposedly not Airbnb friendly, but the you know you just say that you're visiting friends and that you know kind of exactly yeah, yeah and that's probably how people get away with it. I, I don't want to go any further into it, but no um, yeah. Otherwise, hotels or as you say, there's the very expensive, but there is the affordable ones as well. There's all all big change chains and then there is uh, just smaller hotels as well which could be quite quite interesting as well uh, if you want to go the really local the local way um, a lot of a lot of selection yeah great uh yeah i i prefer staying in an apartment i feel like i'm more uh i don't know feels like home and i feel like i'm a, a local versus yeah, staying in a hotel that is usually quite impersonal so uh, exactly i'm all yeah, for the adventure <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's there's plenty of that to be found here. That's yeah. for sure. So yeah. okay, so where where do we go first? Because let's say we don't have a whole week. We have like two three days in Dubai, and you say two, most people days, yeah. will miss will miss the old city. So where is this old city, and what does it look like? Well, let's let's uh, if you go out from the airport, as I said, the easiest if you want to go to the old city would be a taxi ride, and that's mm-hmm. uh, if traffic is not too bad, it would be ten minutes at max. Um, as I said before, the city, especially the old city, has been divided by this creek, this little river, and this, if you can call it the West Bank and the East Bank uh, of, of that. Uh, let's go on to the east side of that river first. Um, one of the places definitely that I recommend street photographers to go to is what they call the fish market, the Dera fish market. I'll put it in the... Uh, in the notes uh, later, um, it's it's an old style fish market which also does uh, some fruit and vegetable and even some meat. Um, but the people that work there are very very used to seeing photographers, and they will. It's great for street portraits and obviously some. You can even do some some candid photography as well if if that's your type of thing. But. Um, I, I actually regularly go there, and what, what I often do is um, 
I make prints for the, the sales guys because the guys selling the fish are mainly people from Pakistan, from India, from Bangladesh, probably the lower paid uh, people in, in Dubai. And a lot of these people have hardly seen uh, paper copies of, of pictures of their own, especially in their own shop. So mm -hmm. it always makes them happy. And it's just uh, the look on their face. It's just amazing if you can go back a few days later or even a month later trying to find these same people. And uh, it's a series I call the Faces of the Fish Market on my website. There's, there's a specific gallery dedicated to it. But it's, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite places uh, to go in, uh, in Dubai. Okay. Um, th just next to it, along the river, um, because a lot of the, um, uh, the goods that are being transported, because people tend to think that Dubai is, is mainly a place where all the income comes from oil, which is definitely not the case. There's actually almost no oil or gas in Dubai itself. There is some in the neighboring Emirates. Uh, but in Dubai, there's very, very little. So Dubai has always um, existed because of an import-export, a trading city kind of between the East and the West. Uh, and it still is very much the case now. So this, there's all these old wooden boats that are still used to go to Iran and to India and to Pakistan with all kinds of different things from washing machines, televisions to uh, tires of, of, of cars and everything. And all these boats are being loaded um, on a place what's officially called the Daw Wharfridge. And a Daw is one of these wooden boats. Um, it's very, very typical for the region and you really have to see it. People, um, while they wait for the boats to be loaded or unloaded or loaded, they live on these boats. And you, you're, uh, you're often very, very welcome uh, on these boats to drink a cup of tea and, and, and have a chat with a little bit of limited English with most of them. But it's really a fun place to, to uh, photograph. Uh, and that's, that's basically um, the whole life around the creek. Is, you, could, you could picture yourself if you don't look to the new buildings which top up uh, i mean mm -hmm. come up a little bit on the horizon you could you could image yourself being being there probably in the 50s or 60s and probably very little things have changed except that they now transporting computers rather than books and other stuff before probably but uh, yeah yeah it's interesting that's great oh that's actually good to know because i that's not at all what I pictured when I think of Dubai. I really only think of those uh, of the modern architecture. So, uh, do you think this part of uh, the city will will be preserved, or do you think that that the the that Dubai will spread and kind of swallow it? I think it is slowly changing. However, I think the government really uh, puts in an effort to kind of maintain at least that part of of Dubai. Um, and there's still all like to cross that little river. Um, people can go from one side to the other in a little wooden boat, which is called an Abra. You put about 20, 20 people on there. It costs you close to nothing. It's like 25 cents mm -hmm. of, of a euro or dollar to go across. And it's something they've, they've been doing for years and years. And, and the government has made it quite clear that they really want to maintain that origin of, because that's obviously how Dubai uh, was started initially as a pearl uh, fishing uh, region, basically. Uh, and that, uh, that's still maintained through these wooden boats, through the, the souks as well. The souk is, mm -hmm. is, I don't know if you're familiar with what a souk are. A souk is, is a market, mainly uh, a covered market, but sometimes a bit of a street market. It's quite a, obviously it's an, Ara an Arabic uh, word. 
Um, along along the creek, there's there's loads of these these little souks from uh, there's the gold souk, which the ladies very much prefer, where they you can you can buy all the gold, obviously the jewelry, but then there's the spice souk where you can kind of uh, pick up all these special spices, uh, which in in a lot of countries in in Europe and and, and the rest of the West uh, you've never really seen or you don't know what what they are. There's the textile uh, souk where you can buy headscarves and stuff like that. And, and all these places are all within walking distance from, from this initial place of, of the fish market. And basically, it's all centered uh, close, close around it. So that's, that's what, what I call the, the old Dubai. And that's really, really what, what we need to visit when we visit Dubai, that's for sure. I can picture very colorful scenes um, with all those textiles and those dyes and everything that... Uh... Oh, oh, yeah. And that's... that's um, you, you might have noticed that, especially in Dubai, most of, most of my photography, my street photography is in color because it's it's almost like being in india it's it's, it's almost like a shame not to show the color yeah um while if i travel and if i go to new york yeah you, i'm obviously going to i'm, I'm going to oh, paris i'm going to it's a black and white city right mm -hmm. but uh dubai is to me dubai is largely a uh, a color city because of of the diversity of all the different people living there really yeah so now tell me about the cultural aspect and the cultural considerations we need to keep in mind as photographers and especially as street photographers when we travel yeah. when you travel to that part of the world exactly a bit like france i guess where uh, officially street photography basically taking somebody's picture even in a public place place and putting it on media social media or uh, any any media really is illegal uh without Uh, having permission from the guy. And obviously, as we all know, street photography with permission, yes, we're talking more about street portraits, then uh, yeah. it, it is a very, very uh, difficult subject. Um, however, there's a lot of people that do uh, street photography or street photography-like uh, images. Um, You kind of the main thing is just the, you have to kind of respect the yeah. the religious values, and it, it, I'm saying religious, but I'm also saying cultural values. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to photograph any 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 females, especially the local females. Which, by the way, in, in Dubai is is different from other uh, countries. Only I believe it's now up to about fifteen one five percent of the people are what they call UAE nationals. So even though I've been here for 14 years, I'm just a resident. I'm still Belgian uh, nationality. Um, but only 15% are the real UAE uh, people, which we uh, call here the local people. Um, and it's especially with, with these people that we tend to, to give even more respect. We obviously respect everybody else as well. But uh, it, it's an, uh, quite of, um, an unwritten rule that we, mm -hmm. we definitely respect these people. After all, we are invited in their country to work. Um, and it's, um, yeah, it works, it works quite, quite well. Um, I'll, I'll pass you a link to show up uh, together with, with this uh, podcast, with, with the official rules. I don't want to scare people away from it. Uh, I'm just asking to be to be sensed, uh, extra sensible. sensitive, yeah. Exactly, a bit more than you kind of. We all know in Paris that we kind of we still do it, and we don't really care so much. But it's, yeah, it's, and you're not going to get in trouble for it or anything. And it's really about yeah respect, as you say. But yeah, but, um, yeah. and it's um, actually 
those those so-called privacy laws are so misinterpreted, uh, you know, so many, so many different countries. But you, f- I feel like in Dubai, it's still a little bit more restricted. Or, it is still, yeah. yeah, it is definitely more restricted than than New York, for example, mm-hmm. which is pretty much unrestricted. Um, just use your common sense and, yeah. and kind of and be be respectful for the guys. Let, let's put it that way. Bruce Gilden with his big flash would probably not last long in Dubai here. <laughs> Poor yeah. Bruce Gilden, his, and we we bring him up so often on this show. His we ears do, must yeah, be. I'm going to have to have him on the show to defend himself. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I can see that, yeah. and and that's that's not. I mean, there's so many ways to 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 shoot street photography course, yeah. that is not in your face. And exactly. uh, I in, mean, it's, you can go the silhouette way. You can shoot yeah. people from from behind where the face is not visible. Yeah, uh, you can do obviously do street portraits. Uh, and a lot of the places actually talk to the guys as well, especially if it's if it's a very interesting face. Uh, kind of, I want to make a few portraits. Why not? I mean, it's kind of there's plenty of possibilities. Just do it respectful. Exactly. Yeah. Do not photograph people in vulnerable, embarrassing, or situation of ridicule and things like that. But that makes sense. But it's on. But unfortunately, um, a lot of people abuse that, and mm, uh, and it yeah. makes it harder for everybody else behind them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, which is obviously a shame for us for, uh, photographers who mean well and and obviously who who love the art of, of street photography. That that's right. That's- so um, so you would not recommend maybe staying in that old part of town or. You could. You um, can. The, ho- the hotels that you find there are probably, I uh, haven't checked the local, the Airbnbs in that part of town, um, but because they're the older buildings, they're the, the very cheap hotels, which okay. if de- depending how adventurous you are, um, it might not, not be your best option. Okay. Um, it's kind of, um, it works both ways. Let's, let's, there's definitely hotels available in that neighborhood for sure. Yeah. But not 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 the bigger change, not not the uh, more more the smaller ones. So now, if I want to experience this amazing modern city, uh, yeah. where where do I where do I go? I mean, now it's got to be kind of a, a huge shock between the two. I can imagine, uh, and uh, and and also a shock for i mean i'm i live here in the united states in the midwest i mean when i when i see photos of dubai it's like a completely different world it seems so futuristic uh, is, yeah. so yeah. so where where do we go where do we start it seems like yeah. should, i would probably my head would probably be spinning because i love modern architecture i love minimalist type photography uh yeah. I, lo- i love lines i feel like i would be you know in a it would be like a This kid in front of a Christmas tree. Yeah, there's, there's definitely plenty, plenty of, of uh, these places available. You mentioned already the uh, the Burj Khalifa, which is Burj means uh, tower in Arabic, in, in Arabic, and uh, Sheikh Khalifa is, is the president of the country of the okay. UAE, so that's why it's called Burj Khalifa, um, which is still the highest building uh, in the world. It, it's probably I can't remember where exactly, but a building somewhere even higher one. But even today, once I, every time I pause, pause this building, it still amazes me how, how impressive it is. And I've seen it, I don't know, several hundred times, obviously. Um, it's a great place to go to, especially in the late afternoon, evening time, because they 
do and a beautiful i don't know if you ever been to las vegas where mm -hmm. they what is the name of the hotel where they have this fountain shower again and uh, oh. every single night yeah uh, it wasn't there last time i was in vegas it was there many many years ago when it was uh, still yeah. a little bit it's, more it's, it's, uh, authentic yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but yeah i know i know well, exactly have... what you you which one it is yeah yeah, around this Burj Khalifa, there's a huge lake, and there's this, this basically a big fountain show with, with music being played every 30 minutes as soon as it gets dark. And that attracts uh, thousands of people. It's a free, free event every single night. It's a big area, so it's not kind of, even though there's a lot of people, it's still there's a bit of room. But it's great for, for people, photography, maybe um, uh, silhouette images from behind with the fountains in the back, which kind of uh, gets, gets some wonderful, wonderful effects. Um, most visitors that, that come to Dubai, they will, just like every big tower, it's a bit like uh, going to New York. You want to go at least on one of the towers. Sure. Um, yeah, you can, you can go up on the Burj Khalifa. Um, I, I do recommend booking tickets in advance since they're a bit cheaper and they might be harder to get to once, once you're here because they're often fully booked. It's a relatively steep price from uh, $25 to $40, depending on the time of the day. Mm -hmm. uh, but obviously, it gives you a, a nice, a nice uh, overview of the city. Plus, and again, I mean, you're going to the tallest building in the world. I mean, just then in yeah. itself, it's pretty cool. Exactly. Yeah, it is. And, and imagine people standing in front of the window overlooking this, uh, I mean, from 2,000 feet, more than 2,000 feet altitude. Uh, again, it makes, makes for nice, uh, there's plenty of nice possibilities there as well to do uh, some interesting photography. Now, is that the building where we see those crazy selfies from like hanging from an antenna? Uh, Have you is, seen yeah. those? That's... Now, how do people get there? I mean, that's crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah, and that's not included in the, in the tour. No, I think I'm sure that's good. <laughs> But it is, it is uh, on the top, there is indeed an antenna and it's, it's mainly maintenance uh, workers. Uh, I don't know if you know uh, Joe McNally. He actually yeah. managed to go up there as well and he, had, he took a few shots there yes. as well uh, several years ago. But um, yeah, that's, that's indeed the, uh, the building. It is, it is a very impressive building. Now, uh, the Bush Khalifa is basically set up in the, pretty much in the middle of what we call New Dubai. Around it, there's a lot of, um, there's some of the highest hotel is there, uh, which is only a hotel. Uh, there's the highest office building, it's, it's very close by. Um, they're all impressive buildings. A place I definitely recommend going to as well is what we call um, DIFC, stands for Dubai International Finance, Financial Center. It's, it's a bit like the Wall Street of Dubai. Uh, well, the stock market basically is. It's a new-ish project that's probably been around six, seven years. Um, and it's, it's, it's great to see a lot of people in suits and ties and the, the business, the real, mm -hmm. the, where, where the money comes in basically in, uh, into the city. And some pretty uh -huh. cool, I can imagine contrasting images with the, it seems like the, the architecture is very either glass or white, uh, building. So then you have people in wearing dark suits, um, in contrast that well. to that, that would Definitely. be a pretty awesome shot yeah. to get. And that's probably... If I, if I said earlier that it's mainly a city to be photographed in color, uh, that's probably the exception. But black mm -hmm. and white actually works very, very well. Um, one, of, one of the places that you definitely don't want to miss is called Emirates Towers. They're two towers, mm -hmm. tall towers in the form of a little triangle. And especially there, just below the towers, is, is great for, uh, for people photography again and uh, uh, business people. Let's call it that way. 
awesome. Um, so now, when when is the best time to go? Because it it's never. I mean, it's always hot or at least warm, but it gets super super hot some part of the year, some time of the year, oh, right, where you don't want to go and if you don't want to spend all your time inside, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, I would say if you want to come down, come down now. Uh, April, May is towards the end. We're obviously Northern hem- Hemisphere, so it's basically the summer is still um, June until September. However, the summer gets very, very hot and very, very humid as well. Unlike some other parts like in, in, in the US, Arizona, which gets very hot as well. It's quite dry there, but here it's very, very humid. So you're, you're absolutely right. You, it's not a city to come to, uh, especially for photography um, in, uh, in the summer. So I, I always recommend people coming October onwards until end of April is, is fine. And the extremes will still make it quite, quite warm, the middle, the middle section. Uh, January, February, we regularly see temperatures around 20 degrees maximum uh, Celsius. Oh, 20, nice. So that's very pleasant. Obviously, yeah. Yes. yeah. Uh, right now, it's something like 25, 26, and that's in, uh, in March. Yeah. Um, so you, you want to you avoid the summer, that's, that's for sure. Yeah, because in the, is it in Dubai that uh, there is actually like a, a, some ski slopes indoors? You there can is, see, yeah. yeah. If talking talking about potentially wasting some energy yeah. um it is it is yeah it's 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 again dubai often comes with it it's it's often the biggest it's the highest yeah uh, i think it was the for a while it was the longest ski indoor ski slope i'm not sure if it's still the case um it's 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 an it's placed in one of the one of the many uh, shopping malls which if you you are here when it's too hot then obviously Shopping malls is probably the main your main attraction of, of mm-hmm. coming to Dubai at that stage. There's, there's, there's a big number of huge shopping malls, uh, and it's uh, the ski slope is actually in one of them. Um, you can do a little bit of photography uh, close to it, however, it's not really placed well enough. You you if you if you uh, need if you want to do it, uh, you really have to go skiing. Basically, take your camera on the skis, which could be fun as well. Yeah. So now, can you actually photograph in those giant shopping malls? Because I'm sure the architecture is pretty cool in there, and and there's lots of natural yeah. light coming through glass. I can imagine because we we have the Mall of America, which is probably small in comparison to some of your malls <laughs> there. But yeah. uh, it's not always easy to to photograph in those. I mean, security is pretty tight. No, I've never. I mean, I've especially in the summer. Um, I photograph quite regularly in, in in the malls. As you say, the architecture is is great, uh, especially later in the afternoon when when the light is is better you can have some very interesting shadows uh and i've never really been stopped by any of the security people in, uh, and they've clearly seen me taking pictures yeah. uh, again just just be respectful and uh you, you should be good to go that's that's fine yeah don't show up with a 70 to 200 white lens <laughs> you may get yeah, that, you may get spotted pretty quickly <laughs> that's when that's when the the little mirrorless camera comes in quite handy i think for, for sure for yeah it's still and that's probably uh, because a lot of the security people in, in dubai are not really familiar uh, not too familiar with photography they're still uh, very uh, regularly i speak to friends that are still shooting dslrs and they often still being stopped because they're shooting a dslr because it's it's, it's being considered as a professional camera mm-hmm. uh, obviously they they don't know any better but uh um, yeah, so know, it, we, one of the advantages definitely of shooting with something small, I mean, I can see like 
I mean, the like the X70, um, which is really, really compact. Um, nobody takes that seriously. You know, they don't. They they probably exactly. think it's uh, it's like a yeah. not even a, it's like a phone. I mean, so you pretty much get away with um, with getting in places that you normally wouldn't with a with bigger gear. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, you would. And if if you go back to places like this this fish marketplace, you don't want to show up with a big DSLR. It just puts the guys at at ease because they some. I mean, a lot of them, yeah, they do have a phone and they they it might have a little camera in there as well. But that's about it. Uh, so showing up with a big camera is is in these places is probably not not the way to go. I would I would uh, definitely try to minimize and and use if if you take a DSLR, uh, use a small pancake lens or something like that yeah. rather than than a big uh, a big lens that's for that's, sure yeah. so what what else what other places what um, else? to um, see that we should absolutely not miss while we're there very close and again it comes to this big cultural um contrast between uh, the business side and the old side just very close to the modern neighborhood where i just explained the bush khalifa and the difc buildings is a place called satwa and satwa is is a community of of uh, mainly indian and pakistani people living together in a, let's call it a small part of town um uh, every time i go there it's kind of it's it's like you just arrived in india somewhere you just got off a plane and uh, it it looks really like like India is, except uh, with all respect for for India as a country, it it is definitely cleaner. But uh, cheap shops, uh, small restaurants, which are always fun to go to, which cost close to nothing because they're so original and so kind of. Um, yes, and it's 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 a place where to come back to the whole culture thing because it's mainly indian pakistani people they actually loved to be they love to be photographed so um i've never ever been in, in trouble for taking a picture there kind of you, you just give them a smile and a smile back or they even if they see you they will even ask you to to be photographed it's, it's, <laughs> yeah it's yeah yeah it's it's very very different from from most other uh, nationalities or other countries uh, so that's that's a place called Safa, which is close to um to the Burj Khalifa, um, and then as you go more and more to the south, southwest along that coastline, as you're coming down, basically, um, there's a place uh, which is new, only been, uh, I think, one or two years now, a box park, which is a shopping district. It's not a shopping mall. It's more like a shopping street where all the shops are made out of uh, sh old shipping containers. Huh. Uh, again, uh, very nice and interesting idea. I actually uh, saw the same um, in New Zealand as a temporary measure after the big earthquake in, in um, Christchurch, where they're using these old, and, and maybe that's where Dubai got the idea from as well. But it's, it's a very interesting place uh, because the, the shipping containers kind of look out of place and together with all the people. And again, there's restaurants, there's, there's a bit more upmarket shops. You wouldn't really go there to, to pick up something cheap, but it's, it's some very nice shops and uh, good, good for photography. Um, as you go a little bit more south, um, you mentioned the big famous seven-star hotel, which is called the Burj al-Arab, the Tower of the Arabs. Again, it, Burj means, means towers. Is that the one yeah. that you need a special permit to photograph or something? Are you allowed mm. to photograph it? Because I remember seeing something about uh, photographing it from the beach. There is one spot that's really good, and people got 
uh, busted. Is that because they were uh, if, because of security it, reason or? It, it might be because if it is, I'm definitely not aware. I read, read, <laughs> You're in trouble read, then, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm in trouble again. No, but it's it, it's it's still it's just like the Burj Khalifa, the biggest tower there. It's it's it still amazes me every time I see the building. It's it's if you can picture it, it's a bit like a big sailing boat. Yeah. That's what it's, it's inspired. Yeah. yeah, it's a beautiful building. It's exactly the same height as the Eiffel Tower. So it's actually a high high building. Oh, it's it is right that on, high! Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it it is it is impressive. Um, there's a lot of angles you can shoot it from. It's it's obviously it's a beach hotel. It sits on its little islands, even though. You can't go inside. You can only go inside if you have a booking at one of the restaurants or uh, you can go for tea. Uh, the cheapest option is probably having a, an afternoon tea, which still will be quite steep in price. But there's a lot of, a lot of places next to it uh, making it very easy to photograph. And one of these places is, is called Souk Madinat. It's, um, again, a souk uh, um, market a street market kind of but it's it's a newly built souk in a way it's it's kind of like a shopping mall but it has a very different approach it's kind of it has these little streets which are all new but it's made next to this bourgeois arab so whenever you're outside you you often see this big uh building somewhere as part of part of the uh of the scenery um uh, nice place to to shoot never really uh, been asked to stop photographing there because as, as as most places especially these these newer places in Dubai there's a lot of tourists there mm -hmm. and obviously they, they they want they want the people to enjoy uh, and uh, take the memories home so uh, that's yeah, definitely I think, uh, I think that that segment that I had seen it was for maybe a commercial shoot uh, which you would need some permit but um, it was yeah I mean this this building is photographed and rightly so I mean it's just stunning and have you it ever been stunning. have you yeah. ever been inside I have been inside. I was fortunate enough uh, to have a friend that was staying there a while ago and uh, actually did visit him for an afternoon tea. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting, interesting, it's, it's a little bit too much gold inside for oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah <laughs> it's a little tacky it's, then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Taste, taste is different, obviously, but uh, yeah, it's... Uh, um, and as, as you come down, you, I'm sure you've, you've heard about the, uh, the big man-made islands in, in Dubai. Mm -hmm. um, there's, there's two of them. One of them is, is, is almost fully completed uh, with a lot, lots of hotels. They're called uh, Palm. This one is, particular one is called the Palm Jumeirah. Jumeirah is a region just close to the uh, Burj Arab Hotel. Um, you can you can you can drive on the island. You can you can take pictures freely as you want. The big Atlantis Hotel, the same like the one they have in uh, in the Bahamas in Nassau, I believe it is, mm -hmm. is there as well. Um, and in most uh, most hotels in Dubai, except for um, maybe Atlantis as well, but except for the Burj Arab, you can just freely walk in and and and. Uh, watch watch people go by and obviously as you know hotels are often interesting places to kind of photograph people as people come and go and, and people are normally in a good mood because they're on holiday and stuff so it's it, it's it's quite an interesting uh, place um next to it is 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 a place called dubai marina which is a man-made huge marina with um probably about 150 high-rise buildings and if i say high-rise buildings a uh, building of 40 floors is probably small and that's that's part of town um, there's a lot of buildings 80 90 floors high 
Um, it's a bit of a, we often, as, as local people here, we often refer to it as the concrete jungle, but it's, uh, it's, it's definitely modern architecture mixed together right at the beach, which is quite rare to see. There's not a lot of cities where you have skyscrapers physically standing on, on the beach yeah. itself. Um, but it's, it's, it, there's an open beach there. Um, again, on the beach itself, uh, even more than in other places, be respectful. Don't, don't kind of uh, start photographing people lying on, on the beach just without their permission. Uh, but it's, um, it's, it's an interesting place. Um, this, uh, as part of this Dubai Marina, there's uh, a newly opened project called The Walk. Uh, and that's something, Dubai has never really been in the past a walking city. It's, it's been a city of taxis and cars and, and uh, since lately the metro as well. But it's not really a, a city you walk from one place to, your, to the other. It is like in, in the old town, you can, you can walk all day. And, and that's what I, I do. If I go and take pictures, I just uh, park the car and off I go. And you can easily walk 10, 10 15 kilometers quite easily. Um, but this Dubai Marina um, project called The Walk is, is actually encouraged uh, people walking more. They basically made a running and walking track all the way along the beach, which is now close to 20 kilometers long. So it, it's, it's slowly getting the, um, what, what people really want. Obviously, winters are great for walking, and uh, uh, that's, that's what, um, what they try to, uh, to achieve with this new, uh, new project. Great. Well, that's just been so, so awesome. Now, there is a big photo expo there. It's in February. Is it every year? It is every year, yeah. Okay. It's the fine, the fine guys from uh, Gulf Photo Plus uh, called GPP. They've kind of started uh, probably close to when I arrived about 14 years ago, maybe a few years later. It started as a very small uh, company, if you want, uh, doing some workshops, and they quite quickly started developing this, this big event, which is held... I believe it was normally held in, in March, but it just moved it forward a little bit. It's just been held a few weeks ago in February, um, where they invite very uh, all the big names in photography. Joe McNally is typically here, Zacharias, uh, David David Hobby, Hobby was there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's, if one day, if you ever you're invited to come, you should definitely not not turn it back it's um, it's people come from all over the world you have people coming as far as australia uh, coming uh, for this week long uh, workshops of, of one of one of the photographers that that is there um, well i'll be this, looking for my invitation i really want to come now that i uh, i can tour the city with you <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. If if you come, I'll definitely take you out for a for a, a nice a nice photo walk. Um, no, but this GPP is 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 the main boost, and they are kind of responsible as well for photography in in a lot of places being more and more allowed and accepted as well. They do they they, they go far beyond just organizing uh, the normal. Um, workshops they have a nice uh, little shop in there they have a gallery space where they're exhibiting uh, people from local photographers all the time so it's 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 really um they they nice people let's put it that way and then so it's a conference so the the, the camera manufacturers have booth and so forth as well right yeah, they have. It's not really your typical, um, what is it called, Photo Plus in New yeah, York? Yeah, it's not like Photo Plus in New York so much. It's more focused on education. On education. It's mainly education. Yes, okay. the main camera companies have a boot, but it's, don't expect anything like Photo Plus. It's, it's mainly an education. And some of, some of the workshops are actually 
pretty affordable. They typically have, I believe it's on a Friday, they call it Photo Friday, um, where basically the, the more affordable, sometimes two-hour sessions with, with, with a Joe McNally or something like that for something like uh, very affordable, uh, $50 or something like that. What a fun way uh, to combine a trip to Dubai and then uh, meet all those photographers. I mean, if you have to go, February sounds like the best time of the year to be there. The weather is good. That would, and yeah, That would definitely be a good, yeah, definitely uh, one, of, one of the best uh, time of the year to go. And you should really not miss, uh, miss uh, GPP. They do other workshops as well throughout the year, normal beginners and more advanced classes, but that's their main event. Um, oh. So... Uh, Yeah, so we, we basically, um, we come from this, this, modern, um, this modern part of town, Palm Jumeirah, Dubai Marina, where you can do all the walking. Um, let's uh, move back to a bit more the original Dubai. And one of my favorite places in Dubai, just like we have the fish market, there is a fruit and vegetable market, which is quite an extensive uh, place with a lot of different markets. Um, Picture yourself uh, like little um, open hangers where people are selling uh, fruit and vegetables to the local shops uh, and to individuals as well. But the people that work there, again, they, they're not shy to be photographed and, and they, they actually will joke around with, with uh, a little watermelon or uh, they like to show off basically what they have. And, but it's, it's, it's one of, probably one of the best and most unknown places in Dubai to, to do street photography. Um, unlike the uh, fish market, you won't see a lot of, of um, tourists there, uh, probably because tourists still haven't discovered it. Sure. Uh, but it's 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 uh, yeah, a place you have to, especially early mornings, if you're a morning person, or um, later at night when when the light obviously is is, is better. Because uh, being a country that's relatively close to the equator, um, midday uh, the sun can be quite harsh. But as we all know, that that doesn't mean that we can't do any photography. We kind of you're probably more into shadows, and, and maybe the black and white stuff will come out in. But uh, yeah. Um, well, that's that's really good. And I'm thinking of this old part of town. If it's so close to the airport, that might actually be its chance to remain that way because they pr probably don't want to build those super expensive high rise so close to the airport anyways. So exactly. Yeah, I think it is it is probably going to stay for quite a while if, if ever it's it's because they, they realize that that the creek, this little canal is really what what how Dubai started. And yeah, that, that's obviously quite from a heritage perspective. It's it is quite important. That's really good. Yeah, that's actually yeah. Uh, really reassuring to hear because uh, so often, you know, um, it seems like maybe the greed or whatever, and you just want to expand, 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 and and then you just you know destroy yeah. the heritage. Yeah. But here it it's is, nice uh, to hear. And it, yeah, it has definitely happened at other places in yeah. Dubai, and, and obviously there is a lot of space. There's a lot of open space. The desert is just next door, so it's kind of uh, you drive uh, from the main attractions. We just say you drive 20 minutes, 30 minutes without traffic, and you're in the desert basically. So mm -hmm. it's it's uh, it's just next door. Um, talking about especially winter time, if, uh, if you're here for the winter, don't miss a little festival or you call it, uh, um, it's a bit like a mini world exhibition. Let's call it that way. It's called global village. And it's, it's, um, an area where, 
Um, a lot of countries, especially from the Middle East, but Asia, Africa, some European countries as well, they come and sell their local goods. Um, it's just attached to it is, is a big amusement park, but not really the fancy, uh, a bit more the old style. I, I heard you mentioning in Sydney, the, the Luna Park kind mm -hmm. of thing. It's, it's very similar to that with the Ferris wheel and, and stuff like that. Uh, it's a, a, a very nice place at, at night to, to photograph um, kids playing in, in, in these, these, these amusement attractions and stuff like that. Um, it only runs in the winter months, however, and it's it's all open. It's not not a covered covered place, so uh, that's definitely not to be missed if you're here uh, in in the winter. Um, as I said, the uh, the desert is just next door, and if you think about the region, uh, even though there's a lot of very fancy cars now in in, in the top hotels, is I mean we don't even. Um, look back if, if Ferrari or one of expensive one, one or the other expensive cars is passing by, uh, but it all kind of started obviously when camels were still the main mm -hmm. way of transport, um, and it's um, there's still plenty of opportunity to uh, photograph camels. They um, the local people here for years and years they've been doing these camel races uh, where it used to be. Um, well, small kits were basically put on on these camels. It's 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 that's uh, illegal since at least ten years, if not more. So you, you don't you don't get to see that doesn't happen anymore. Uh, if they actually replaced by little robots, but the oh people, really? Yeah, they do. It's it's a funny little. It looks bizarre to have a little robot sitting on on a camel. Um, but in this area, which is called the Camel Racetrack, it's about 20 minutes uh, from the new, uh, 20, 30 minutes from the new part of, of town, uh, again, with no traffic. Um, and the, the, uh, the people looking after these camels is this, this physically hundreds of, of stables with camels, because some of these animals are very, very expensive, because they obviously they use them for racing, and this. this I'm not even sure if there's money involved by winning a race, but it's definitely the prestige of, of having the fastest camel. Um, but these people, that's mainly, again, Indian, Pakistani people that look after these, these camels, together with a mix of, you see a fair um, bit of, of local people there as well, owning the camels and actually driving their cars next to it. But they, these uh, animals every morning and evening are, are being taken on the track just for a walk. And, and it's, it's great for photography. I've, I've shot so many images there. Um, the camel drivers, these, these uh, Indian Pakistani people, they're very, very friendly. And, and they, again, they love, they almost beg you to be, to be photographed. So you can get this um, iconic image of the camel and the long shadow. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm still. I'm still working on it to finesse it a little bit, but it's 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 definitely somewhere on my website, I suppose. Yeah. Um, to kind of to um, before we kind of move outside Dubai. Um, Dubai has been in, in the news uh, probably about 10, 15 years ago for labor conditions that probably were not up to up to the. Uh, Standards up, yeah. up to the standard where kind of um, where some people were being abused again from from countries like India, Pakistan, Bangladesh. Um, obviously, these these are the people that are kind of building up the city, physically building up uh, construction workers and stuff like that. They um, 
conditions have vastly improved since, since the government has, has uh, enforced much more stricter fines and kind of, um, I've never seen any, any, any of, of these things that were publicized uh, years ago. But, um, but there's a place called Sonapur, which in Hindu, I believe, means city of gold, uh, which is a bit ironic. But that's, that's basically where about 200,000 of, of these people live together in uh, what they call labor camps. It, it, it sounds very negative. It is not uh, five-star accommodation, but it's, it's, it seems reasonable. But what's very nice is that on Fridays, and Friday, by the way, weekends here are a little bit different. Uh, weekends here is a Friday-Saturday, where the Friday is what we know as our Sunday. So if, if people oh. are working uh, six days a week, they're basically only off on Fridays. If they're working five days a week, then they're off on Fridays and, uh, and Saturdays. Um, but if you go there on, on Fridays, obviously these people are all not working then. And it's, it's, it's a mix of a lot of different people from all these different countries happy to be off on their only day off. Uh, they're running this improvised little secondhand markets. Uh, it's not a place where you will see a lot of photographers, definitely not tourists, and it's definitely off, off the beaten path, but it's, it's, um, it's quite an eye-opener from a cultural uh, perspective. Um, again, very friendly people. Um, a lot of these people have never seen even a, an advanced digital camera. Um, same kind of thing. If you can bring them some prints, or you have one of these in, uh, what Instax, was it called? The, yeah, uh, little printers. Instax pr printers that will definitely make them happy. Give give them an, an image, and uh, you have a friend for life. Um, so that's that's uh, my last recommendation in inside the Dubai area. There's more to it, obviously, than than these ten sure. or eleven eleven places. But uh, no, that's a, that's great because, as I said, I, and I think for same for most people. Um, that's not, you know, when they picture Dubai, they picture those high rise and so forth. And I'm sure most people who go there uh, for business don't get out of the business part they of don't. town they yeah. Don't. yeah and that's that's always obviously that's that's in, in a way it's a shame that they don't get to see how how life used to be when mm -hmm. when there were no ferraris and there were no porsches and stuff like that yeah, and, uh, that's, yeah. well that's that's, that's cool. really awesome well we're coming close to the hour so uh, i sure. i can't you know i'm just so so happy you were able to join us because this was definitely a place that i wanted to discover and now i just have to get myself an invitation to come yeah. to the to the expo there's, there's, yeah, there's definitely there's definitely much more especially if you do and end up renting a car which i i personally actually maybe not for the whole stay but at least for a few days renting a car will take you outside of the city there's a lot of interesting places in the capital abu dhabi which is mm -hmm. another emirate part of the same country um there's the biggest mosque or the second biggest mosque uh in the world which we as as non-muslims can can just visit openly and again a amazing place for photography if you've seen pictures of the uae you, you almost for sure have seen uh, pictures of this sheikh zayed grand mosque so abu dhabi is not to be missed um and the last thing on the east coast on the other side there's there's a nice little um every friday again on, on a free day there's a bull butting contest which is a bit like the old bull fighting but it's not there's no blood being shed okay. there's no uh they don't harm the animals they basically they're bringing out their bulls and they're pushing it against each other and whoever 
pushes hard or basically wins. But the whole atmosphere is just an amazing experience to uh, if ever you, you're in, in the region for longer than 48 hours, it's definitely something you shouldn't miss. Awesome. And it all seems very safe. It is. It's an extremely safe place compared to most other countries, especially uh, us being from Europe or from the States. Um, my wife has absolutely no problem going out at night, even on a dark street uh, by herself. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's very, very safe. I would, I would easily just leave my wallet somewhere on the table and come back a day later. If it's not there anymore, somebody has taken it just to uh, put it on the site and uh, wow. it, will, it will be safe. Yeah. It's, that- it's, I, to be honest, I don't know many more uh, safer places than there is some small crime, obviously, like, like, like uh, all, all places, but it's, it's, it is quite rare. Wow, mm. that's that's really awesome. Well, thank you so much, so much, Bjorn, for uh, for preparing this uh, photo walk of Dubai. I feel uh, well, one more place I, you know, <laughs> I really have to go visit now, and I'm sure a lot of people will feel the same. So now, where can people go to see more of your work? I I basically run uh, my own website, which is my first name and last name, BjornMurman.com. I've been uh, running a um, uh, of the week one picture a week which basically stands out for me for the last five years now so there's, there's quite a nice collection there on my blog and um, I'm doing quite a bit of work for Fujifilm Middle East as, as you said in, in the introduction I'm an official ex-photographer as well but I do review a lot of uh, a lot of their new gear and their upcoming gear and that's always appearing on my website as well uh, by the way the guys from Fujifilm Middle East are probably one of the best uh, and the, the more um, advanced in, in the way they think about uh, promoting the Fujifilm uh, brand worldwide if I compare it to a lot of other countries. Oh, that, that's um, awesome. So why don't yeah. you spell your word, your, your name, sorry, because most people won't know how to spell it. They um, probably won't. It's Bjorn, B-J-O-R-N, Moorman, M-O-E-R-M-A-N, dot com. Dot com. And uh, I will put all the links on the show note as well as, as uh, some of your photographs um, uh, taken in the, on the streets of Dubai uh, in the photo excellent. gallery. Yeah, yeah, that's that's more than welcome. Uh, Valerie, it's been uh, I've been a long time listener. I've, uh, I've listened since day one and even even uh, when you first appeared on, uh, on Twip. Twip before. Yeah, exactly. So it's been an honor to be invited to, to do this. Uh, well, thank you so much. And I sure hope we meet in person someday in some uh, some big city in the world because you're you, I was just in San Francisco but it sounds like you were just there uh, just before me so eventually just we'll, before you, we'll yes. be if, in the if, if ever if ever you're in Mauritius New York or what is the third one I can't even remember uh, <laughs> Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia this month then we can we can team up as well <laughs> sounds good well thank you so much so much Bjorn have a great uh, great rest of the day Thanks, Valerie. Au revoir. Au revoir. And we are at the end of another episode of Street Focus. Please head over to thisweekinphoto.com slash street to subscribe to the show and check out uh, the links for this episode on Dubai. My name is Valerie Jardin, and you've been listening to Street Focus. Now it's time to grab that camera and hit the streets. Hit the streets.